Join me in this sizzling episode of Geo's Passion 2024 as we delve into the highs and lows of modern dating, from hilarious first date blunders to dealing with post-divorce narcissists. We've got it all. <laughs> Dive into juicy stories, valuable lessons, and the passionate pursuit of authentic connections. Parental discretion advised. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Geo's Passion where some of the names have been changed to protect the innocent and not so innocent. Enjoy the ride. What's up, Geo's Passion Bossy, GPP and the place to be. I'm bringing you this podcast from my GPP studios in Tampa, Florida. Welcome to Geo's Passion. My name is Jack and I am your host. Well, happy 2024 from Geo's Passion. I hope this year is off to a frantic start for the H and every one of you. <laughs> well, I'm back from vacation and it seems like things are already heating up with some exciting developments. Um, I spoke to all of you last year, told you about, you know, Bitcoin going up and stuff like that. So right now we have the approval of 11 spot Bitcoin ETF. For those crypto enthusiasts out there, you know what? Hey, let's rock and roll. I mean, it's a little bit down and um, not liking the price, but hopefully, you know, within the having and all that other stuff, it's going to go up. Now, also, I'm contemplating a career change and, um, you know, I've been making some new connections. There's a lot happening and a lot going on. But hey, if you still find yourself sitting on your ass, feeling unmotivated, don't worry. I got you covered. All right. So those of you who follow me on, um, I was going to say TikTok, I'm not on TikTok in 2024 and I will never be on TikTok. So, but those of you who follow me on YouTube and um, if you didn't get a chance to check it out, check out my new 2024 YouTube motivational video. It talks about the topics of uh, life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. So if you uh, don't know where that's at, just Type in G-I-O-S-P-A-S-S-I-O-N into YouTube and it'll pop up. Make sure you check it out. Subscribe and dive into other videos featuring Geo's travel and motivation for 2024. Yes. So now reflecting on the holidays and the common tradition of making New Year's resolutions. I acknowledge that there are many of you who do this. I don't. I don't make New Year's resolution. The video on YouTube, it'll tell you I don't make New Year's resolutions. I don't make predictions. I don't do any of that. Why? Because you're often left unfilled. You come out there lying to yourself, knowing that you're not going to do this shit. And then the first thing you do is, oh, my God, I'll wait till 2025. <laughs> However, I have started the new year working towards my goals. Okay. I don't have any resolutions, but I have some goals. And having reached a certain level in 2023, it's now time for me to shake things up. Real estate is making a comeback in my life. And let me explain a little bit about that. Not in the real estate market, like 2024 is going to be rough, okay? But um, 2024 in real estate is making a comeback in my life because I delved back into doing a um, some training, okay? So I took a, a recent class with the... Um, uh, greater area Tampa, greater Tampa area realtors, and it's a uh, national association, national association of realtors certification in pricing. Okay, um, so I got that taken care of. I got that certification, and um, you know, and I took care of clients I've been working with for a year. So you know, 2024 is starting out pretty good. Now for 2024, my primary goal is to meet people. 
meet new people, and make new friends. So far, it seems like I'm off to a good start. Without further ado, let's dive into this episode of Geo's Passion and see where the journey takes us, okay? You want to know why? Because that's how we do it. That's how we roll. And let's fucking go. Geo's Fashion 2024, navigating the dating and relationship landscape in 2024 can indeed present new challenges and dynamics, especially with the prevalence of dating apps. And last year, I told you guys and gals, dating apps are a pain in the ass. And that's true. And that's how it is. And some of you still out there, some of you that I know, you're on Hinge, Timber, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Bumble. Um, I'm not on dating apps, so (laughs) coffee meets bagel, uh, hinge, bumble, oh, Tinder. Yeah. That's the other one. Plenty of fish and, and whatever else is out there. So, um, it's interesting to hear people's perspectives on the impact of technology on personal connections. Okay. Meeting people in person has its unique qualities and it's clear that you value the authenticity and real encounters that come with it. Okay. So me, I'm not a dating app guy. Uh, my friends, they're all dating app guys and gals. And, you know, and for some reason, they haven't met people in person, which I don't know. 2024, you might want to be doing that. So approaching people in real life has its advantages, which is true. I've told all of you. Meeting people in person in real life has its advantages, such as the ability to gauge someone's personality and vibe immediately. The minute you meet them, you're like, mm, a douchebag or mm, uh, she sucks. All right. <laughs> it allows for more organic and genuine connections. So if I meet you and I get to know a little bit about you. Know your name, your background, your relationship status, what you do for work, your social media, telephone number, and stuff like that. That's a real connection because that was gained in person, face-to-face. So you know the person based on their outward appearance right there compared to sitting behind a phone, an app, text message, and all that other garbage. Now, on the other hand, dating apps offer convenience and a broader pool of potential matches. All right. You compare that one on one compared to, you know, swap right, swap right, swipe, swipe right, swipe left and all that other stuff. And then, you know, you got uh, a whole bunch of a whole bunch of chances or a broader pool of potential matches. But they may lack depth and face to face interactions, which is what I was saying. Face to face to me is more important than when you're meeting somebody and they're not face to face. All right. It's essential to strike a balance that works for you and aligns with your preferences. While some may find success and happiness through dating apps, others may prefer the traditional approach of meeting people in person. Again, I know some of you who are on dating apps and I know the ones that I know who are on dating apps really don't meet people organically and you know, or the pool is, is like, you know, previously stated, the pool is unbalanced. So say for every 100 people you meet on the dating app, you might meet three in person. All right. But the thing is, those three in person, you might meet up with two. And on the dating app, out of those hundreds that you're meeting up with or, or connecting with, you might meet five. So the average of percentages are better in person than on dating apps. You know what I'm saying? So each method has its merits, like I just said. And the key is finding what suits your personality and values. 
So if you just want to be out there talking about let's go on a date every single day, I can I can understand that. That's you. I got you. You know what I'm saying? I can understand that 100%. But if you're more like, hey, I want to go on a couple of dates, but I want to really get to know who they are because maybe I want to get married. Maybe I want to have kids. Or maybe I want to retire with somebody for the rest of my life. And all of a sudden, you can't really do that on a dating app. It, it, there's more steps. To me, I believe there's more steps. All right. So now... The thing is this, have you experienced any specific challenges or successes in your recent interactions with people? Like if you met somebody out there, have they been a nice guy, a nice gal? Um, you know, are they somebody that's interesting? You know, it, 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 which is better? Is it the better results in dating apps or have you had the better results in person? Now, it would be interesting to hear more about your personal experiences and how you've shaped your views on dating in the current landscape. Let me know what's up with that, all right? Now, I have a buddy of mine who gave me who who sent me a a message based on her recent dating experience. Now, I get these all the time, and this is why I tell you, reach out to Geo's Passion, all right? On um on the social medias, uh, reach out to me on the uh, the Facebook Geo's Passion page. Reach out to me even even with the comments or the questions. The uh, they call it the community interactive uh, page on the um, if you're listening to this on Spotify, and um, you know because the things that I hear. It's crazy, all right? So now, discussing politics on a first date can indeed be a sensitive topic as people hold diverse views and it may lead to strong opinions or disagreements. Remember, the age we're living in now, sometimes you can't even have your own opinion, which kind of sucks. So a buddy of mine had quite an interesting experience with someone expressing support for former President Donald Trump. See, all of you who know me personally or have listened to this show know I support President Donald Trump. But avoiding politics and political discussion on the first date is often seen as a way to keep the atmosphere light and enjoyable. And that's where the guy messed up. The guy messed up. He messed up. You know, I'm supportive and confident that she'll find love despite encountering such a rookie dating mistake. Come on, guy. You're such a rookie. If this is what you're going to bring up, you got nothing else to talk about uh, except politics on the first date. You're killing me, bro. You're making us guys look bad. Okay. (laughs) Now, beauty and personality certainly play a significant role in forming connections. And I appreciate these qualities in her and her friends, all right? I've met her and her friends, and they're, you know, they're real cool, real chill, real nice people. So um, I, I don't think, you know, she, she'll she'll have an issue um, dating in 2024, even though she does for some reason. That's crazy. That's the part that got me. It's like, wow, you know, and, and I'm sure I'll get more info on this in 2024, <laughs> all right? So now navigating the dating scene can be challenging and everyone has their own approach. Encountering diverse opinions and learning to handle different situations contributes to personal growth. If you're broadened horizon, it might be something that you disagree with, but if you're burst in it, in the topic, if you know, if you broaden your horizons and learn about different things, different topics, different events, that makes you more personable and that makes any situation that you put in easier because it's not like you're um you're not like a deer in headlights you know what i'm saying so it's interesting to hear these dating anecdotes and that's why i highlight them on my podcast episode because i want to hear these and i want to talk to you because 
you, my friend, may not be the only one going through this. There might be somebody else or several of you out there listening, okay? There might be numerous GPP, Geospatial Posse members who are listening to this podcast saying, yo, I didn't send him my information. I didn't tell him about my, my horrible date the other day. How does he know about it? Because it's not about you. All right. It was about somebody else going through it. But the thing is this, because they went through it now, boom, you can get some, uh, some anecdote out of it because you're not the only one going through this. Okay. Now, last but not least, we're diving into the crucial topic of spotting red flags. Spotting red flags. Some of you don't know what spotting red flags are. Red flags are things that pop up like a warning that says, ooh, this person, he or she is not good. They have these habits that I don't like or they follow these people that I don't like. You know, the red flag, like the last one, the political was a red flag. All right. But this one is spotting the red flags in post-divorce encounters. Now, many of you are out there who are dating, and some of you actually end up dating a person who is, um, you know, who is a, a, post, a, a divorcee, you know, who's recently divorced. So now the encounters that take place, some of them are good, some of them are bad. But this other friend of mine, she told me about her recent experience, and shout out to you, you know who you are, and when you told me this... Oh, man, it was very grouchy. It was very grouchy. So this is how it goes. All right. Um, The red flags in post-divorce encounters. All right. The significance of taking the time to heal before jumping into new relationships is very important. Some of you guys and some of you gals out there are like, you know what? It is, you know, it's like that video and uh, it kind of has a semblance, a semblance to this. There's a video in, on, uh, on social media. This young lady, she ended up getting divorced, finally divorced. She's so happy. She's jumping up and down, throwing a party. And her lawyer was like, yeah, don't get so happy because now this is the amount of money you're getting. You're not getting a lot of money. And she was like, what? Wait, wait, what? I got to handle all the... Yeah, you started the divorce. You wanted a better life because you want to be free like a bird and all that other stuff. Boom. You got what you asked for. But unfortunately, what happens? Now you got to deal with the consequences of starting the divorce, getting the divorce. And that happening is not... um. It's not very common, so I will say that. Now, of course, uh, I told you guys about um, Ashram, I forgot his name, the soccer player from Morocco, whose wife divorced him and wanted his money, and she's a millionaire. She wanted the rest of his money, or at least half of the rest of his millions, and um, Hakimi, Hakimi, I think is his name, and she couldn't get it because everything was his mom's name. So fast forward to 23-24, the Miami Heat coach, his wife wanted a divorce, all right? So what happened? He told his people, he's like, look, she wants a divorce. Do not pay me. Do not pay me. Just wait. They had a, he had a, like a contract negotiation and stuff like that. He says, I will, re, I will resign, but wait till after the divorce is final. The divorce was final. She got what she got. He got what he got. And then right after that, everything final filed with the courts. Boom, he signed that $120 million contract with the Miami Heat. So that's what I'm talking about, all right? Gentlemen, wake up, okay? Wake up. And it's not saying anything about the women, but, you know, uh, 
the uh, disparity is large. It's huge out there. So, all right. So that that's that's why we got to make sure we get things taken care of. So let me tell you a little bit about my friend's encounter with the post-divorce narcissist. Um, this post-divorce narcissist felt the need to boast about his looks, raising red flags associated with shallowness, insecurity, and a craving for validation. If you have to say, oh, I'm so good looking. Oh, hey, look at me. Look at me. That means besides being a narcissist, you're insecure. You're insecure. It's a cur about yourself. Yo, I just went down dirty south. It's a cur. Who was that? Was that Nelly? I like the way you dig it. It's a cur. It's a cur. <laughs> Yo, what is going on here today? That is crazy. It's a cur. Damn. See what happens? Take it out of me like that. But, um, yeah, so this guy, he had issues, right? You know, he was like, oh, look at me, look at me. I'm uh, good looking, blah, 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 blah. This kind of behavior can be a clear indicator of emotional baggage. This emotional baggage may not align with someone looking for a mature and stable connection. That means that you're not ready, papa. You're not ready. Not ready, papi. Okay, I reload it. The advice that, uh, that's been out there, and you've heard it. The advice to get over your ex-wife and call me when you grow up and are ready for a real relationship is a powerful stance. Pretty much my my friend, she told him in some in substance that using some other words. All right. In other words, grow the F up. OK, so it emphasizes the importance of emotional maturity and being in the right headspace for meaningful connection because you just got out of divorce. You just got a relationship for God knows how many years and you're trying to validate yourself by moving on and dating. The problem is you're not over your divorce and the fact that you're an older man might make you feel um, insecure and might want you might make you feel like, hey, I got to keep telling these women that I'm good looking so they can keep dating me. But that's not true. You don't have to because sometimes uh, and I've heard this from men and I heard this from women also that everything's going well until you open your mouth. The minute you open your mouth, you ruin everything. It's like, shit, damn, I knew it was too good to be true. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's, yeah. Sometimes you got to shut your mouth. Don't open your mouth. And what I mean, don't open your mouth is, you know, how am I going to communicate with the other person? Don't tell them stupid shit. Save this stupid shit for like your friends. But when you're going on a date, don't, t- don't, don't talk stupid shit. All right. Now, it's not uncommon for individuals to recognize their need for self-improvement and take the necessary time to address personal issues before committing to a new relationship. And that's what I just said. That's what I just said. You know what I'm saying? You're committing to a new relationship. Yes, you're committing to a new relationship. Take time for yourself introspectively and look and say, hey, am I ready for this? Am I ready for this? All right. So now the scenario of someone expressing interest but needing time to fix themselves resonates with many. All right. Highlighting the need for open communication and honesty in relationships. If your relationship is starting like this, where you're a narcissist and you're like, oh, yeah, you look at me. I look good and stuff like that. That's not going to last long. And, and again, based on my friend's experience, it didn't last long. She bounced them. She said, Boing, 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 gone. You know what I'm saying? And she pretty much told him the same thing. She goes, no, you need to handle your shit first before you come over and, and try to try to be my, you know, be my lover, lover, lover boy. 
Shout out Billy Ocean. <laughs> but it's true, you know what I'm saying? So now people can go through periods of self-discovery and personal growth. And understanding and respecting those boundaries are key to building a healthy connection. You know, like I, I, I've seen... I've dealt with people with post-divorce issues, all right? I, I've been divorced myself. And I've, I've dealt with the people who are, who are crazy as crap or who are sensible enough to know that, hey, you know what? I'm your friend. I like you. You're a good person. But I need to fix my shit first. You know, I've had friends tell me, hey, I was dating this girl for a couple of weeks and we sat back and, you know, we said, hey, how about this? We're not breaking up in the sense of, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend. We, we, we had a, uh, you know, uh, it's for, forever gone. But we're going to go separate ways and I'm going to allow you to fix yourself. You know, and if you're smart enough, you say, yeah, you know what? I need to fix myself before I get involved with you. Because at the end of the day, that's going to make for a better relationship, better intimacy, um, better sex, <laughs> you know, so that's going to make for a better person. All right. So you want to make sure that they can deal with that. All right. Now, I'm sure some of you can relate to these experiences, and I hope the Geo's podcast can serve as a guide for navigating the post-divorce dating landscape. Sharing your stories and experiences allows me to give my insight, like I said previously. These stories that I hear and, and the fact that you all trust me enough, knowing because the motto of Geo's Passion is some names have been changed to protect the innocent and not so innocent. Enjoy the ride. You can tell me these stories and know that I'm not going to go out there and say, oh, yeah, Tommy told me that he had sex with this girl or that he dated this girl and all of a sudden blah, 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 blah. Or, you know, Gina said that, blah, 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 blah. So I'm not going to do that to you because that's what I do. I keep my word. I tell you that I'm not going to put you on blast unless you, you want to be on blast. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to put you on blast. And that's why I appreciate that. You understand? I appreciate you sharing your stories and experiences. All right. And, and the advice that I give, you know, on recognizing red flags and approaching new relationships with a healthy mindset, I hope you take that to heart. I hope it helps out. I hope that if you listen to some other people and blah, 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 Geo's Passion, all right, and the GPP, the Geo's Passion Posse has a, has a, um, a foothold in there where you trust our opinions, my opinion enough to say, ooh, you know what? Jack said this on the episode the other day, and he's right because look what this guy's doing or look what this girl's doing. You understand? So I hope you recognize that, all right? And I hope that helps you recognize the red flags and approaching new relationships with a healthy mindset because it's all about healthy mindset, all right? You got to be healthy in a relationship because the abusive relationship is not a good relationship, whether it's from start to finish, no matter what, at the end is going to end up horribly, all right? Horribly wrong. Uh, somebody's going to break somebody's heart. Somebody's going to break somebody's arm. You never know, Okay. Now, this can provide valuable perspectives so you all can have success in future romance and love. You know what I'm saying? These valuable insights on avoiding common pitfalls in the early stages of dating can be golden. And don't get me wrong. I'm not like Delilah. Delilah. And I'm not like Dr. Ruth Weisheimer, who, uh, you know, who was the, uh, the expert in relationships and sex and stuff like that. You know? But I'm Jack. And... Trust me, I hear a lot, I see a lot, and, uh, I, I, and I hope that my advice that I give you 
is something that you take to heart because it's it's meant to come from good all right if you have any specific questions or topics you'd like to uh, explore further in relationships to dating and relationships feel free to share like i said these stories that are coming to me are coming from listeners friends buddies you understand this way i can provide more information and insight and don't forget, like I always tell you, you can record a message or just leave a comment on the community uh, question page or post it on Geo's Passions Facebook page. I'm going to put the uh, the link in the description that way you all know. So, um, yeah, it's 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 not even the full full January is not over yet. And, and, and some of the crap that's going on now. Holy schmoles, you know, you sit back and you think, damn, they were nice during the holidays. And then now all of a sudden they woke up and they were like, meh, meh, meh. Psycho, 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 psycho. <laughs> That's how it is, bro. That's how it is, girl. But um, you know, it, it, it's it's crazy, but it's true. So that's why I sit back and I say, watch yourselves, watch yourselves, because you never know. Um, you know, and, and like I said, I've met new people in person. I've seen old friends who uh, you know who are out uh, while we're singing karaoke, and um, you know, and then when I go to uh, go to Babs in. Um, and IBG International Beer Garden here in Tampa and Lutz, um, you know it's, it's it's real fun because you hang out there. I hang out with K Fed. I hang out with the other people. You know, Chris and uh, Marcus behind the uh, the bar at Babs. They you know they're great. They do what they do, and um, you know it's a very chill, relaxed environment. Um, and you meet people, and and you you hear these stories sometimes, and you're just like, damn, I gotta talk about that in my uh, my next podcast episode. <laughs> And a lot of times you hear it and it's, um, it's crazy because yeah, it's Babs, you know? And like I told you, there was, there's a couple of episodes in the, um, we call this thing in, uh, last year that, um, that, you know, met the girl from New York who's, who's like stupid and, uh, and she, uh, you know, drank the guy's drinks and stuff like that. But for some reason, you know, they all come in there and I guess, either with the alcohol or with the vibe they all seem relaxed and because of that mm, yeah it becomes a um a real shit show so you know what time it is it leads to the social media poll questions that were voted on by singles in the tampa bay area specifically now i have two poll questions and I've been meaning to uh, put this out there for a while, but I'm glad I was able to hold on to it for this episode because it's pretty significant. With the question, the, with the holiday season over, the poll question asks, during the holidays, were you looking for a holiday love, a long-term relationship, or just a situationship? Now, holiday love came out at 9%. Long-term relationship came out at 63%. Situationship came out to 1% and meet new people, expanding my circle and see where it takes me was 27%. So it looks like during the uh, the holiday season and going into 2024, most people were looking for a long-term relationship. And don't get me wrong. I think that's pretty cool. And, you know, and it, it could be lovely and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, um, you know, I wish you all luck. I wish you all luck. Definitely. So now number two, the question was with 2024 now in full speed, when you are on your first date, remember, because some of you are going on on your first date um, with a new person, you gave up that other person during the holidays. You're like, you know what? Peace out. Bounce. I'm done. 
Um, you know, cuffing season is still on until February, but I decided to do something else and be with somebody else. So because of that, I, I'm going to try dating again in 2024. So the poll question was now with 2024 in full speed, when you are on your first date, would you one go for coffee and drinks, go for dinner, go for lunch, kiss the person during or after the first date? Bring the person back to your place. Pick up or be picked up by the person you're on that date with. Meet for coffee or drinks. And we stare at our phones the entire date because that shit happens nowadays. Damn, does it happen. Uh, be touchy-feely like hugs and cuddles in public. Or finally meet at the date location. So here's the answers. So go for coffee and drinks was 25%. Go for dinner was 11%. Go for lunch, 17%. Kiss the person during or after the date, 16%. Bring the person back to your place, 3%. Pick up or be picked up by the person you're on that date with, 3%. Meet for coffee or drinks, and we stare at our phones the entire date, 2%. Be touchy-feely like hugs and cuddles in public, 7%. And meet at the date location, 16%. So I would say the top three, top four... Number one was go for coffee or drinks. So for those of you on TikTok, uh, Instagram, and YouTube and all that talking about, oh, never go on a coffee date, the normal people of Tampa Bay say yes, 25% go for a coffee date on a first date. Why? Because you're getting to know the person. Why are you going to spend a lot of money on that person on the first date? Get to know them. I mean, because they might not like what you like. They might not do what you do. And maybe they don't budge. So at least, you know, mm, yeah, this one's not good. All right. And then number two was go for lunch. So, you know, get a little get a little hungry, you know, and instead of doing that coffee date or uh, drinks, I'm going to eat some lunch. You understand? So, you know, of course, lunch might be on a Saturday and a Sunday. Or if you are uh, self-employed, it could be any day that you don't have clients, you know, or if you're a single parent and you have kids in school, you know, boom. You go during when the kids are at school and you're home taking care of the house. And then they, uh, the next two were tied was kiss the person during or after the date and meet at the date location. So the breakdown for me is like this. Tampa Bay, they, they, the respondents from, the, from Tampa Bay who, who responded to this poll, you know, they don't mind going out for coffees and coffee and drinks and lunch. All right. But um, they would like to meet at the location, and that could be a safety matter, right? But they're not too stuck up that they wouldn't kiss the person during or after the date if they're interested in them, all right? So that's a huge thing. That's a huge. They're, they're very open to that. So, again, I'd like to give a big shout-out to the amazing GPP, Geo's Passion Posse, and the GPP members who have been actively participating in the polls, spreading the word, and sharing the love on social media. You know... When I send this out on social media, you can tag your friends. You can send this to your friends and your family who you think might be interested in this. You can share this and expand on it. Same thing with the, the YouTube. You can do that or on the Facebook page. You can do that. You can share it. Let's, let's blow this up. You know what I'm saying? So your engagement is what makes Geo's passion thrive. You think if I was just doing this by myself, we'd be so big. We were able to accomplish what we did last year. No, it's because of you, the GPP, Geo's passion posse. All right, because you guys and gals out there are really helping me out and helping us out. Now, if you haven't joined GPP yet, 
Now is the perfect time to do so. Head over to geospassion.com, G-I-O-S-P-A-S-S-I-O-N.com, and hit that subscribe button. Let's keep growing the Geospassion Posse and make this community even more vibrant. I'm, I'm, again, like I did last year, I'm pushing for more interviews for 2024. My schedule is going to be a little different, especially with career growth and expansion. Um, I'm looking to to open up a couple more time slots, and that way I can have people over in the studio and bring them over when they're free and I'm free. Now, here's uh, to an exciting opportunity for you, all you fantastic listeners. If you have a captivating story to share and would love to be interviewed for the podcast, GPP's all ears. We are all ears. Reach out, let me know, and let's collaborate to make your story heard. And remember... And Geo's passion, like I said before, I will always say it. Some names have been changed to protect the innocent and not so innocent. Enjoy the ride. <laughs> so look, don't hesitate to share your tales. As always, stay passionate and keep Geo's passion spirit alive and keep the Geo's passion posse spirit alive. Thanks for being part of this incredible journey. And like I always say, Enjoy the ride. Well, everybody, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode of Geo's Passion and the Geo's Passion Posse. Shout out to you guys and gals. Uh, Don't forget to follow, subscribe to the podcast, no matter what listening platform you're on. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and many more. Don't forget to follow Geo's Passion on the social media scene with Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and my YouTube videos. I'm working on getting 2,000 subscribers and followers. I am almost there. So hook a brother up, all right? Let's build Geo's Passion and the Geo's Passion Posse together. I thank you all. And remember, like I always say, some names have been changed to protect the innocent and not so innocent. Enjoy the ride. (laughs) I'm Jack. I'm your host. And I'm out. Peace. Woo! Let's go. Let's go.